I'm Michael. And I'm Rebecca. And we just put our kids to bed. So come hang out with us as we talk about life. And other things. While while the kids sleep. Hey everybody. Welcome tonight to this episode of While the Kids Sleep. We are sitting here on our couch. All cozy. On our couches. All cozy. I'm under a blanket. Michael is not, but he's wearing his slippers. He looks very nice in them. And tonight, we're doing another episode. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about kind of like how, what we do when we give gifts at Christmas, kind of our philosophy and a little background on what we like to do when we give gifts at Christmas. But first, we're going to do our story. One of the kids were not sleeping, and this one's from Nicole, (laughs) as usual. And she... I don't remember when this happened, but it was like a few weeks ago. But I was in my bathroom in our bedroom, and the kids were just like elsewhere in the house. And she like comes in looking for me or something, and she was like, Mommy, Mommy. And she came in and she found me, and I think I was like putting on my makeup or something. And she's like, Mommy, Mommy, I need to be with you. Like I was looking for you. I need to be with you because I need to pee with you. And I was like, wait, what? What? Like, I need to pee with you. (laughs) And so apparently she couldn't go pee in the other bathroom in our house. She needed to pee in the bathroom that I was in right next to me. Yep, they love you. It was adorable and creepy. And moms have no, no, like, privacy ever. (laughs) But she wants to be with me or pee with me. There we go. There, she just wanted the company. She I didn't need to, to pee alone. with you, mommy. Poor thing. Yeah. So anyway, that's our story. Michael, start us off tonight. So it is Black Friday. Next week we are T minus, oh, what are we, T minus 10 days until Black Friday? Sure. Of when we're recording this. Know. So everyone should be hearing this right about the frenzy time of when you're shopping and you're starting to think, all right. It's only so many days until Christmas, and the kids are going to expect something underneath the tree. What are we going to give them? Uh-huh. And this, I give credit to Rebecca for setting out this framework of how you go about doing gifts for Christmas for each of your kids. Mm-hmm. Really high summary, what it is, there's four categories, and you get a gift in each one of the categories for each child. So each child gets a want, need, wear, or, and read. So each child gets four items for Christmas and one item from each category. Mm-hmm. Rebecca, tell us why we, or tell them why we like it. What's good about, you know, this want, need, wear, read strategy that you have set out why for Why I like them. the concept? Yep. So, like, I found this on the internet, which um, it's not an unusual concept. It's made its way around the internet in the past several years. So plenty of people I'm sure have heard it already, but I really like it because it eliminates the need to just buy like a million gifts. I feel like I grew up in a household where Christmas 
was a big deal. Like really, it was like how many things could be underneath the tree. And there were only two of us growing up, but like my mom, that's like one of her favorite things is just like a million little gifts. And so we'd wake up on Christmas morning and it was like explosion of gifts under the tree. Um, and that's sweet because that's like what she loves and she like lives for that. But for me, like, I feel like we're a little bit different in how we want to do things. We want to keep it um, a little bit more simple usually and eliminate maybe like the clutter of a lot of a lot of gifts and so um yeah so i we like having those different categories because then i feel like you cover everything that's like important and what they need and it's not just a bunch of a million different like little toys or whatever that they want i think it saves money number one because like okay well they can have something that they really want that they've like asked for but then um, something that they need, like we've done variations on those in the past of like, we've even bought like bed sheets for Christmas, <laughs> you know? Um, and so I feel like it's, it's good for, I don't know, like a humility aspect maybe. Does that make sense? Not sure if it makes sense. Like it, it's just that, you know, I think every family is different and everybody's like financial situations are different. And so it's not this, oh, my parents bought me like a million things like and spent a lot of money on it. Like we give them some practical things. We give them some things they want, but yeah. Well, and I, I, I know, I, or I suspect, I highly suspect, I'm pretty sure it's true that when I was growing up, my parents would set aside a budget for each child. And mm -hmm. so they'd say, oh, we're going to spend X amount of money for each child. And then it kind of became the, all right, we we got these presents for this child, but there's a little bit left over on their budget. So we should just get them something or, you know, you try and f try and as a parent, I can see how you're trying to make it equal. They're like, Oh, we spend the same amount for each child. And mm -hmm. sometimes it was the one item that was, you know, more expensive, the large item, or do you get a lot of little items? Mm -hmm. and, and I think in my family, my mom, like, she was in charge of that and so it wasn't so much the spend the same amount of money which she did try to do but it was also making sure you have the same amount of presents under the tree because like yeah. yeah because kids would get up wake up christmas morning and be like oh, he has seven and i have six presents like oh my gosh and so yeah you try and keep it equal and even right yeah yeah and i i you know, what I like about this, it kind of addresses, you know, big areas in their lives, you know, something, you know, obviously something that they want, that's just fulfilling interests of their own, but every child's going to have different needs. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, maybe they're going into a music class or whatever, and so they're going to need a musical instrument or... Or they need like accessories for their musical instrument or... Yeah. Or they play sport and they're like, oh, I need like a, some new gear for it or something. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe daddy needs a new car or daddy <laughs> needs a motorcycle. There's a difference between a need and a want there. I'm pretty sure daddy needed a motorcycle. <laughs> pretty sure not. You can't fit that under a Christmas tree, Michael. I'm a motor, you could definitely fit a motorcycle no, underneath can't. a Christmas not tree. Not under our tree. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Not under our tree. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> you can't go out and buy a motorcycle without telling me. And consulting me. You have to consult me. You can't tell me. you got to consult me first, <laughs> okay. please. But well, yes, like, no. And I think in the past, like, also we've bought, um, 
I think we bought like snow suits or something for the kids, like or a, like snow boots. I think I've done as a need because we knew they were going to play with it in the winter time or play outside in the winter time. And so we're like, oh, they, they need snow boots. Or right, Jessica's going to school. She needs a winter coat to wear at recess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so needs can totally vary based upon whatever what kids are into. circumstance. So, and then the wear concept. Um, that's very basic because who doesn't buy their kids clothes at Christmas like all the time? And every kid loves getting clothes at Christmas. Yay, I got underwear. Yay, I don't think I ever got underwear at Christmas. Socks. I, I, I got I do. socks. Everyone gets socks at Christmas. Yep, I got shoes. I got, I got like, of course, outfits. So that just varies. Usually we buy our girls some sort of clothing, whatever it may be, but it's not ever been underwear. <laughs> no, I, I remember Dan Jessica. I don't, I don't think so. I know. Maybe in the potty training phase, but I don't think so. Anyway, so that can be, that's self-explanatory. Something they need to wear. Right. And then one thing to read, which is also self-explanatory. And why mm -hmm. do we like to buy them something to read, Michael? So they're not illiterate. <laughs> then we don't raise no dummies. <laughs> don't read them. No, because, well, yes, and yes. because books are awesome, and I think you can never go wrong with books. Like, you can never have too many books. You can never encourage your kids to read too much, and it's a good activity to, to do together. Yeah, and yeah. the way our kids are picking up on reading and stuff, we're going to need a lot of books mm -hmm. in our house because they're, Jessica is just loving. She's into chapter books and novels mm -hmm. and stuff right now. Yeah. And Nicole is learning how to read, too, which is just great so yeah are, you can't go wrong with that we will have a plethora of books <laughs> yeah but i want to say you know something i like about having this framework you know is you just solve the four categories for each child mm -hmm. and then you can get on with christmas you're not spending this entire time between thanksgiving and christmas thinking about what am I going to give them whatever mm -hmm. it, it gives you oh we've already done a want we've already done a read we just need to think of a need or a where. Or, or yeah, or piece say, it together. You have a checklist. You for have a it. checklist. Oh, yeah. we've gotten three out of the four. Mm -hmm. Okay, we just need a read. Okay, we'll just go get a book. So it kind of helps you fulfill, make sure you got all your bases covered. And once you got all that taken care of, you can return your thoughts to really what the Christmas season should be about is candy. Candy. <laughs> Or, or I was, you know, going to say Christ. Ah, but, you, know, you, were you, know, gonna, you thought I was serious there for a minute. <laughs> no. Yes, on Christ. Yeah. And so, and then this goes back into how we try and keep Christ at the center of Christmas, mm -hmm. not make Christmas about the presents and the toys. Right, exactly. I mean, that's plenty exciting to get the toys. And of course, kids are going to get excited about that. But if we ourselves cannot get so absorbed in toys and presents and stuff, then I think it helps to set the mood for our home. So yeah. that's really important. And then to kind of like go with this like um, gift giving, the other side of the... Okay, so before we move on to the next segue topic, I want to give a warning out there for all the parents who are listening to this and they may have children in the room. We're going to be talking about Santa Claus. Yes. So if you need to pause the podcast and listen to it later, do that now. Or get your kids out of the room. We'll give you a, a moment. And while we wait for you to, to do that, just, er, Rebecca's going to sing us a jingle. <laughs> 
You're singing a jingle, Michael. Wow, that was beautiful, Michael. So pretty. Okay, so we are talking about Santa Claus and the Santa Claus's role in our family's Christmas each year. Now, everybody has different perspectives on how Santa plays a role in their families. At our house, Santa delivers stockings. He doesn't deliver gifts under the tree. He fills the stockings, which I think is awesome because like from a financial standpoint, um, you give credit where credit is due. And then at the same point, I would hate for my kids to like go to school with somebody and one year, you know, maybe we're not doing as well financially and we can't provide as many gifts for them or whatever, or, you know, and Susie in their class got like an iPad for Christmas or something. They're like, well, why, why can't Santa like give me an iPad? They gave, you know, gave me a lot less. Like, I think it would just be sad to, to say, oh, Santa must not love me as much if he can't give me like the more expensive gifts or the better gifts or whatever. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It makes sense to me. Yeah. So it's a, I think it's like a richer or poorer kind of thing. I think it's just Santa does the stockings, which we fill with things like, you know, your typical candy, your little toys from the dollar store, little trinkets. Um, we've done like chapsticks for the girls or little bath bombs or. Yeah. You, you usually have like makeup in there. Yeah. I think I did slap bracelets one year. Really just knickknacks. Nail just, polish, yeah. Just real, really, stockings are really just kind of simple. Yeah, but like you can put so many fun little things in there so. that are tiny. Like you can even buy those like little Lego, Lego um, things. You can get them at the Target dollar section, but like they make, you can like build one little tiny Lego thing. thing. Yeah. Like just, shove that in there. Yeah. The stockings are actually okay. probably my most favorite thing to do, actually. I think I actually enjoy that the most out of everything we do for Christmas like as far as presents go because it's fun to like see how much I can shove inside the stocking anyway it's really cute yeah and you know and the stocking could kind of make up for the you know um where we are not trying to pack underneath the tree yeah you know it's not oh we're not trying to pack as much underneath the tree well the comp the the motivation is oh how much can you pack into the stocking and luckily, with the stocking being a fixed size for everybody, mm -hmm. it kind of equalizes. And you know you're not going to go spend a million dollars on a stocking. It, mm -hmm. You keep your budget under control that yeah, way. Yeah, that's really, really true. I mean, unless you, like, buy a Rolex or something. That fits inside a stocking. You know what fits inside a stocking? Motorcycle keys. Motorcycle keys. <laughs> Is that really what you are going to say? <laughs> yeah. Shoot. I know you do well, hubby. That's awesome. I'm so good. Yeah, so I yeah, I love that. But that's that's how we do we differentiate between our gifts and Santa's gifts in our house. And it's worked really well for us and people obviously do it totally different, but I think it keeps the magic alive a little bit longer and is really fun. Well, and then you don't have to I I remember growing up my there was always this you'd put your tree up and then my parents would start putting some presents underneath the tree mm -hmm. and those were the presents that were from mom and dad and mm -hmm. so you start getting excited as a kid because 
every every day or a after every weekend after mom went shopping there would be a couple more presents underneath the tree and mm -hmm. you're like how much bigger is this going to get once santa actually contributes right. his and stuff and well and from a logistics side of things boy does that make it so much easier throughout the christmas season is that we can just wrap as we go and put everything under the tree and there's no big like Hall, like big rush like oh it's christmas eve i've got to wrap all these presents or i have to secretly wrap them and hide them somewhere and store them and somewhere. then bring them out on christmas eve like for christmas morning like that's because i remember my mom doing stuff like that like she'd had this big crazy rush to wrap presents christmas eve a lot of times and this was beyond you know i when i was older so my perspective was different obviously so but, you were what 15 16 yeah sure um <laughs> But yeah, like it saves it saves a lot of work and stress for us as parents. Yeah, because the only thing that you have to keep hidden is stockings. Mm-hmm. The stocking stuff. Yeah. Everything else, you could put it underneath the tree. And the kids can shake it all they want and rip open little corner <laughs> and start peeking at you know you we've know. never had any jessica and nicole have never been to into like they haven't tried to sneak into the presents yet i'm they've shook they like will shake the presents but yeah, i'll be good. curious to see the older they get I, nicole jessica will never do it nicole jessica will never like want to rip open a present because she's too much of a like rule follower. rule follower nicole i could see her getting yeah, she curious kind of takes after you more doesn't she i'm a rule follower but Nicole, like, I can see her getting curious and being like, I just got so caught up or so distracted. I, I tripped and the package <laughs> just fell ripped open. open right in the corner. And, and then Savannah, I mean, she's at the age this year. She's just going to rip into everything anyway because she's just so curious. <laughs> yeah, babies. Yeah. She, we're going to pray that she doesn't knock her Christmas tree down this year. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be scary. But it's going to be fun. Okay. Yeah. And then the only thing we haven't really talked about yet um, when it comes to just like gifts and, and this might even just more apply to like the, the gifts to the whole family meant for the whole family or, or gifts from grandparents or extended family when they're asking, hey, what do the girls want for Christmas coming from grandma and grandpa? Mm -hmm. and we encourage uh, extended family relatives who want to give gift to the girls give them a, give them the gift of an experience rather than something than a thing than a thing experiences are better than things exactly so say give them a little coupon to say i'm going to take you to the movies and we're going to go to a movie together and we'll get popcorn or right i'm going to take you on a little date to get ice cream or we'll go I don't know, go do something, just so, something together. Yeah, to have, a, have a sleepover at grandma and grandpa's house, you know, so, just anything, you know. Yeah. Give the gift of your t uh, spending time with them. Exactly. Well, and because, I mean, I know, like, I'm sure a lot of people feel this way. Like, we have plenty of stuff in our houses. And we get plenty of gifts for birthdays. And we have the ability to buy our kids kind of whatever they need or whatever. Um, but even if we didn't have the ability to do that, kids don't remember, and I know I don't, I, even I don't remember what, who gave yeah. who what, or where that toy came yeah, from. Yeah, think about right now. What did you get for Christmas, Christmas last year? I can't remember what I gave my kids for Christmas last year. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the I'm toys like, and things. 
it does they, and they don't I guarantee you they don't remember it and then we also I mean we donate things so often we go through and clean things out and we're like I they don't use this anymore or whatever and I would just it doesn't matter that what they don't remember the things and they don't remember who it came from but what they remember is an experience and a memory they had and the feeling they had when they did something with somebody who loved them so I think that's like super that's way more important because the memories are what are going to stick with them versus whatever toy it may be. Yep. So, yeah, memories is important. So I think that's kind of like how it bring, comes all back together at the end of this is Christmas time is about, you know, making memories and being together as a family and strengthening our relationships and all that good stuff. Yeah, right? Right. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us this evening on this episode of While the Kids Sleep. sleep.